Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to talk to you about the three main reasons I see why people are failing in their job search. And currently I'm um, offers to a lot of people uh, out there to review their resume for free. And so it came really apparent what the problem there was. And actually time and time and time again, it's the same problem that I keep on seeing. And so this is the beginning and this is where people get already stuck because the feedback are all also here is like, it's a super competitive job market out there and I don't know how to stand out. I don't know how to uh, set myself apart and so on. And here's the news guys, because what happened with within the economy with COVID and with everything else that went down? Uh, people understood the power of what we have, the global network. So they're going to embrace more and more um, the international employees and people that live somewhere else because basically this has changed the way that we work. So it's going to become even more competitive than it was before. So there are three things that really um, hold you back and make you fail is what reason one is that you don't know how to sell yourself. And so, and that is on your resume because you need to sell yourself. Like I said, I'm reviewing close to 300 resumes at the moment and it's only me reviewing it. And still I have my coaching clients and my group program. So it's a lot of things to, to do at the moment, but I'm loving it. Um, so I'm reviewing these resumes and people don't know how to sell themselves. They just use their resume to give an historical overview of their career. And yes, that's, that used to work. And that was like, that was what people used to expect, but things have changed and your resume needs to be a sales document, your sales document at the moment. So that's the first thing, um, is selling yourself on your resume and on your LinkedIn profile. One of the, 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 the candidates or the clients in my group program, she just got headhunted for a position that wasn't even advertised, not by a recruiter, not by a company direct. So, and that was because we optimized her LinkedIn profile and she's over the moon and uh, against everything that everybody is saying, like, oh, the market is dead, nothing is happening. She's actually been the third one that been headhunted in a very short period of time for roles that they actually didn't even think they would be considered for uh, at the start. So um, your LinkedIn profile is the second place you need to sell yourself. And then in an interview, of course, oh my God, this is such a big one. People are downplaying right, playing right their own skills and experience. So um, I was talking to my group the other day and I was saying to them, like, I know that, we all know that 
person in the office that brags about their skills and experience and talks too much about themselves and brown noses the boss and you don't want to be that person. So you work hard and you think like my my work will talk, speak for itself. But by doing that, you start to really become in the habit of downplaying yourself and really not articulating what you can bring to the table because you hope that your work will speak for itself. But the problem is once you enter the job market, the other person doesn't know you. And so, and then you, you need to sell yourself for them to understand what you can bring to the table and just having an historical overview of your career on your resume or LinkedIn profile that is not going to work. Or even in an interview, just saying what you can do and just like giving them verbal diarrhea, like here it is, that is not going to work. You need to be able to sell yourself. And when I say selling yourself, guys, it's really important that you understand that it's in an authentic way. It's not in a bragging, look at me, pat on the back kind of way. It is in an authentic way that people actually say like, wow, you can do this for my organization. And the way I want you to look at it, if you cringe by thinking of selling yourself, is like, think about it. It's like you made so many sacrifices through your career to get the skills and experience and to the level that you are at the moment. And if you doing, if you're not selling yourself, you you're doing this justice and a disservice to yourself. Because you made those sacrifices. You have to own up and actually take ownership of that. It's like, yes, I have. And to to justify, like not to justify, like uh, you have made those sacrifices and to make sure that you get the career that you deserve and the job that you know you can do and that you deserve, that you need to be able to articulate very clearly your value, your unique value proposition. So basically, you need to sell yourself. So if I look at the biggest mistake, and if from all three, I have to uh, to say one, it all starts with your ability to sell yourself and to um, say what you can bring to the table and how you stand out. Okay, so the second one is basically where people go wrong is diver- not diversifying their job search. So they're relying on Seek or whatever job boards you you have because my clients from all from all over the world. So um, so it doesn't matter what you have. They're relying on a job board and they're relying on LinkedIn. What's advertised and they just like hit apply online, pray to the gods, and hopefully they come back to to you. Now the. The issue here is, guys, is that you are one in thousands or one like one in hundreds or one in thousands of candidates that are that that is applying for that same role. And it's ultra competitive at the moment. And you just turn into the uh, get into the HR box or get into the recruiter's inbox. And basically you just one of the candidates and they just like going through your resumes. Uh, and they're trying to screen out as many candidates as possible to come up with their long list of like 10, 20 candidates. And those candidates, they will call to actually see if you are suitable for the position that, that they that they uh, are recruiting for, if you have the right salary, the right skills, the right motivation, if you're looking for the same thing that they have to offer. But that process is like from 
if you, even if you have 300 candidates or 400 candidates, uh, it's like bringing it down to 10, 20 candidates. So you need to stand out. You need to make a difference. You need to be able to articulate your difference. Um, and if you can't do that on your resume, then you have to complement your job search by being that being able to diversify it, not only relying on the traditional way of job searching, but thinking about, okay, how can, can I tap into my network? How can I increase my visibility? How can I... Um, how can I build a network? How can I convert connections that I have built up on LinkedIn into uh, relationships and into referrers for uh, new job opportunities? And so think about that process because like that is just an ongoing process. Not only when you're looking for a job, this is important. This is for the rest of your career that this is like part of your strategy to make, making sure that you uh, ex uh, just excel in your career and you always have the next step ready but if it's stagnant most of the time it, it is because you haven't done that work now here is the thing before you do that you have to make sure you have a really good pitch and I've worked with hundreds of people over the last six years uh, working on their pitch and that goes from managers to executives uh, from comms people to IT people to engineers to architects, you name it, probably I've worked with it, uh, with them. So it's about like creating a pitch that really articulates you, what makes you unique. And I, I know that I go on and on about that, but it's so important. I can teach you all the tactics, but if that's not right, then that is not going to work. Those tactics in raising your profile and talking to your network is not going to work if you don't have the right positioning in the first place. So you have to make sure you have the right positioning. And then the last part, uh, the third thing is like, okay, if you raise your visibility, you, you're able to open back doors and so on and diversifying your job search is actually like uh, being able to uh, connect with the hiring manager in an appropriate way because most people do it really the wrong way and burn bridges. So they get to that process. They go through that all the stages. They finally have a conversation. They finally have an interview and they don't know how to present themselves. And again, it comes back to selling themselves. But more than that, they don't know how to overcome objections. Now, this is a this is a classic one. So an objection that, that people have, most of the time, they get rejected at the end of the interview or the end of an informal conversation or whatever it is for something that the person could, could see already on their resume or on their LinkedIn profile. So classic example is industry experience. So um, yeah, most of my clients, maybe also you, have been in the situation where you go to the first interview. Yeah, 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 it goes well. Second interview, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go to the last interview and you're the, the last out of two candidates and they give you the feedback of like, look, you're really good candidates, but we chose candidates that has a specific industry experience. It's like, what the hell? You could have like told me that before because the whole process, I didn't have industry experience. So I invested all this time and energy in preparation and understanding for something that you already knew before we, we started this process. 
and you can blame them all you want. And sometimes it's it's a joint accountability. What I'm teaching people is not a magic bullet. It's about the process and it's about risk mitigation and navigation of that process. So you your job is to be able to identify what the objections are and how to overcome these objections, whether that's in an interview, whether it's in the chat, whether it's in an informal uh, interview, that you know how to um, pull the horn uh, or grab the horn, uh, the bull by the horns, and basically like uh, talk them through those objections and how that is not applicable in that situation or in your situation. So, uh, and sometimes you have a person with blinkers on and that will work. But like, look at the people that interview you. They rarely have a straight traditional line themselves. They have like career gaps themselves. They have tried different industries. So they have been where you are most of the time. So it's up to you to actually make sure your story, your narrative is communicated in a really well, in a good way. So, and that is your job. Um, it's basically understanding that narrative and understanding your story. So if you want to find out more and if this resonated with you, I want you to go and check out my signature program. And in it, we work on these three core areas. First of all, we work on um, your unique value proposition. What is your pitch? Uh, what are you all about? Are all about what makes you different? What sets you apart? Because if you can't communicate that, they are not going to see that uh, because you haven't worked for them. And unless you are referred and referred onwards from there, you need to know what makes you unique. So that's the first part. Second part is like your self-marketing material, which is your resume, your LinkedIn profile, your cover letter. And it's to make sure that we create like a resume that really stands out, sets yourself apart and communicates what you truly can do, that there is connection between it. Because what I also often see is people that send out their resume to your resume writer, get back a bunch of nice words on paper, amazing, might get an interview, but the problem is that there is a disconnect between who they truly are and what's written on paper because the person hasn't really done that self-reflection and that thought process about who am I, what's my unique value proposition. So we need to make sure that it's all aligned. We need to make sure that your LinkedIn profile is optimized so that it can be served, so that it can be found by by headhunters. Like one of my clients got headhunted after we optimized the, the, the LinkedIn profile. And then lastly, you need to have the right strategy. And the right strategy is that how do we how do we diversify, diversify your job search strategy? How do we open back doors, create new opportunities, and get you interviews for jobs that aren't even advertised? So that's all about that. And also, in an interview, now how do you overcome those objections? Because interviewing is a skill, and a skill you can learn. The only way you learn something is by practice, practice, practice. And just practicing by yourself, it ain't going to work. <laughs> I can tell you that. You're just going to go around and around in circles. So, again, something that you need to do. So, the whole job search process is a system, guys. And you need to learn and master and understand that system before you can win it. There is no way in hell that you actually can just like keep on winging it for the rest of your career and just go through it. You need to master key components in that system to be able to build upon that. And what I teach my clients is, yes, it will get them a job short term and will get them the short term results. 
but it's also long term. It's time and time again that they can rinse and repeat, and it's becoming a career strategy, a long term strategy on how they can actually develop themselves. I hope that made sense. Um, so go and check out my signature program. Uh, I only take a limited uh, limited amount of people in the program because um, I, I'm all about quality and not about quantity. Um, so I will work personally and very closely with you through the program to guarantee your success. And uh, I can't do that if there are like hundreds uh, of people inside the program. So thank you so much. If we are not connected, please connect with me on LinkedIn or on any other platform so um, that you get notified every time I go live or every time that um, I post a video or an update. And we can stay in contact also that way. And if you ever ever have any questions, feel free to direct message, message me also. I hope this helped. Give me a thumbs up. Last thing that I want you guys to do. <laughs> and uh, I hope to talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again, and I'll connect with you on the next episode.